Hey guys, welcome to the Friday, October 11th edition of Trainer Talk here at the Eden Prairie East location of Anytime Fitness. I'm Pat Hertelendy, joined as always by Kyle Wheeler. Kyle, how you doing? Doing good, man. It's Friday. It's a good day. And it's snowed today for the first day. Yeah. Uh, a, little, a little depressing that the... I guess we were talking about it. It's mid-October now. I was about to say beginning of October, but... Early to mid-October snowfall already, yep. when it feels like summer was just last week. And uh, But positive spin, Halloween's right around the corner, and then all the fun holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas. Kyle's got a birthday coming up. Getting uh, Got to just always look at it with a little bit of a positive outlook, you know? <clears throat> Birthday's a couple months away, so that is, that is exciting to get ready for that already. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't even miss summer at all. It's probably because of this gym and just knowing that the busy season's going to be a big relief to kind of not get through, but really get to just so we can, you know, start seeing this place come to life fully. It's been awesome to be able to have a wide open gym, train wherever we want, but it's going to be even more fun when there's, um, a culture that exists, you know, beyond our training program. Our training mm -hmm. program is building tremendously and people are loving it and people are seeing it and and I love that um, but we want like a 24-7 community so we got to grow the member base and that will happen in the next few months yeah 100% looking forward to seeing a bunch of new faces coming in loved seeing all the new faces that the 21 challenge um, has brought in and uh, yeah it's just great to meet new people hear new stories help people along their way learn stuff from them I'm learning new stuff all the time from people different ways to look at it I love it Today's podcast, guys, um, just to let you know, too, kind of what we're, we're going to be focusing on uh, is, is about, um, well, ultimately about getting results, right? That's, that's what this whole podcast is. But this segment specifically is what bringing awareness to you about, really, I just want to keep it vague, so bringing awareness and what that can do for you and and then, uh, of course, including ways that we can, you know, systematic ways or processes that you can follow to build awareness. So. Yeah, 100%. Awareness can be built in all aspects of your life. A lot of times when people start on their fitness journey or the health journey, uh, they don't really know where to start or they don't really know even where they're at. So building up this awareness in maybe how much we sleep or how little we sleep, how much water we consume, what our nutrition is like what our uh, activity levels are like, what even our capacity for activity might be. There are so many things that we need to begin to understand to then create a path and create this optimal uh, routine which can lead to the best way to get results for you as an individual. Right, right. Yeah, so getting the most, like I, I was a little distracted. We, we yeah. have all these windows in here, and today we're, I don't think we're going to get interrupted. I know it. But uh, anyways, I was anticipating one there. So I think, I think like in general, though, to correct me if I'm wrong, like uh, not everyone starts on the most effective plan for them. Correct. That, and if yeah, I missed anything, I apologize. That's a, a way to put it for sure. But like the – so – and I want to kind of get your – pique your interest here by, by saying some things that I, I think are going to be relatable. Like um, when something's much more motivating um, to do or to make a, a change when we feel like it's optimal for us. Um for example, we all know that we should eat less dessert and eat less sugar and limit our carbs probably and eat out less. There's mm. so many things out there to do, 
but like what if someone was able to look at it all and, and someone that's experienced and educated and be like you know what all of these things that you're concerned about changing if you just change this one you'd actually see like an insane result from that and probably all you really need to do i mean how much more motivating is it? i mean i think about yeah. like myself of like books and stuff i'm like i sh- like i the, the most often when i get really into a book and i find myself getting through that painful first stage where you're getting introduced to characters and setting and all that and with my ADD that's really tough by the way you gotta reread a bunch of crap uh, a lot of times uh, but it's so much easier when when like someone's like dude this book is something I really recommend it's something I, I think you'll like for this or that reason and and you know whatever and so they advocate for it and um, there's a little bit of value to it yes and and uh, and you know you can come to a coach like us and we can um, make basic recommendations the same ones you've heard before and all of that, um, but when you'll really appreciate advice and you know advocated solutions and whatnot when you know it fits you. And so we can't do it without this. You can't feel that way without this. And by this, I mean awareness. So um, we really think that aware. In fact, I've seen this. I was at corporate for owners training. It was this was about employee management, but they talked about. Um, they talked about how 50, this is about like, you know, behavior change within employees or whatever, but you know, 50% of anything is, is awareness. So no yeah, one's, no uh, one's yeah. ever going to be motivated to like work on their anything unless they truly can see a tangible way that, that they're not at where they're supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. Now that we've kind of talked a little bit about awareness, I think it'd be good to talk about how one might be able to build some of this awareness in yourself. What would be your number one or a couple ways that you would start to build awareness if you were starting or if you were recommending to someone, Kyle, where should they start out? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it really where they should start out is, um, by laying out the context, um, which is, I guess the first phase of awareness is, um, of kind of taking inventory of what you already are aware of. Right. And in some ways, um, you won't necessarily know, I guess, kind of thinking from a different person's perspective of what type of questions to answer for yourself or ask yourself. Um, so laying out what you know, but then, you know, as a coach, what I want to go through with people, um, and um, in fact, I'm going to even pull up my sheet just so I can kind of look at it. But what I want to know, first off, is like, what is your life like, right? And, and if you're talking about your day-to-day life, we want to get get through the consistency, like, see, mm-hmm. so like, you know, um, and you guys are so different that right now this is probably going to seem like, well, duh, this is obvious information, but literally like write this down because I promise you, if you write these things down, you pair it to someone that else, even if you think you have like a similar lifestyle as them, even like a spouse or something, it's going to be substantially different um, because maybe your time together is similar, but your time away, maybe one of you eats lunch and one of you skips lunch, or maybe one of you eats out and one of you brings it in, or maybe it's the size of the lunch or the snacks that you have while at work. So anyway, so everybody has yeah different approaches. Yes. And so um, I'm looking at my sheet now. So what I want to know is like, I kind of talk about life and stuff, and then I'm like, all right, if, if there's a, a daily routine that we can take it down on paper, if there's, you know, whatever, I just want to get some framework, and I don't want to change the things that are, like, everyday parts of your life, um, at least, like, the ones that, you know, like, you know, your routines that you appreciate, that bring value, right? Um, and then the things that we want to be aware of, I'm just going to, I'm just going to kind of go through is, like, you know, we have, a like, what is the goal? Like, what is your actual goal? And if, if... 
you guys don't mind me monologuing for a minute, I'll, I'll go through some of my thoughts on this. Um, but a, uh, a goal in anything you really do, you should always begin with the end result in mind. Um, so this is one area too, not off of the awareness thing where a lot of people let themselves down. They have like an 80 pound weight loss goal ideally, but they go, I wanna lose 30 pounds. Well, the wrong trainer or something can take a number like 25 or 30 and be like, dude, I could get you that in six weeks, mm -hmm. eight weeks. And they're gonna do something that, that is gonna get you not even to your full goal, but it's gonna be super unhealthy, super like unsustainable. Uh, anyway, so beginning with the end of mind, I don't wanna get off of the awareness category because you wanna know what, what the end result is that's yeah. gonna make you the happiest. Um, and so it's, then why? why? You gotta be able to answer why that's important. Um, you're bringing that's, awareness. That's the real, yeah, that's the real reason why your goal is your goal. Is if without really that underlying reason for, for example, say uh, Kyle's a big why for him might be he needs to, he might want to stay active, but it's to stay active so that he can have energy to properly care for his girlfriend, properly care for his dog, be the best brother, best son that he can be. And by being active, he's able to have the lifestyle that allows him to do that way. Or for me, I like to be active because then I can uh, have energy to keep up with my son as he's crawling now. He's a little terror around the house. But I need to exercise and eat well and get enough sleep so that I can be the most um, aware in these types of situations so that he can be protected as he's learning his body, learning his environment. Um, so it's all these little reasons why. If I just had a goal that I wanted to lose weight, but without that reason why, that doesn't mean anything. It's just a number on a scale. It's not going to stop me from when I'm uh, at a wedding and there's an extra piece of cake. I see that extra piece of cake in the back of my mind. I'm like, oh, I want to lose 30 pounds, but that's just a number. I can hit it hard tomorrow, whatever. I'll enjoy this cake. And then tomorrow comes and you're like, oh, I'll have maybe a cookie here at lunch, but it ends up sliding. So without really understanding why we want to do it because in that situation we return to the why then we're uh not just we're just not setting ourselves up for success and we're not really aware of uh what it's going to take yep and uh the yeah the why guys is, is exactly what you return to and it's exactly what will uh will fuel you when you need it the most um the uh the, the alternative and where a lot of you guys tend to end up without doing that is it's a 20 pound weight loss goal and um and you're you're not even focused on the wrong whys because there are wrong whys too but uh you're focused on the process maybe um but but it's it's like a matter of a checklist it's okay if i don't you know if i eat out then i failed you know um, or if you know it's or I have to go to the gym a certain amount because of my 20 pound weight loss goal and uh, And you're you know or because my doctor said to would be a, the wrong why because there's gonna be a day where you just feel like screw my doctor Like I don't, mm -hmm. It's not intrinsic. It's not for you It's not anything that's gonna make you happier and that doctor visit is twice a year So like yeah. that's not very aversive for you. So um, the right why is, is like for Pat like his son, you know, it's like you know, he's, his goals aren't like limiting at the moment, but like, you know, maybe his is he wants to be a hero to his son. It's not just that he wants to be able to keep up and play with them, but he wants to be a hero. He wants to be someone that his son can look up to or, you know, whatever layer that that goes to when he really digs deep into that, that's what's going to fuel him. And I hear it all the time with clients. Like, you know, what? it's not even so much that I want to 
lose weight and said, I want a part of my daily routine to be to go to the gym because my kid's six years old and he's starting to learn about work and like my daily morning routines. And um, he's starting to learn that I come home from work and I throw on the TV and I grab a beer and I don't want that to be what my kid thinks it means what uh, an adult life is like. Um, well, you know, and anyways, it, you know, there's yeah. so many different things to this. And so uh, it becomes a lot more motivating when there's other purposes involved, especially when mm-hmm. it's your loved ones. Um, and so anyways, guys, moving on with like what to do with these questions, because sometimes along the way on these questions, it's like, well, am I doing this? Like, you know, is this the right answer? Like, I don't have a coach with me right now. Like, so a question to answer for yourself is what is this going to do for you? So, you know, for Pat, it's maybe like his continuing to build strength and, and, and make this a lifestyle and everything. And, and the why is for his son and the, 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 the role model and everything else, you know, whatever that is. Um, but he needs to be able to clarify that doing this right will lead to that right yeah. that that sticking to this goal is truly you know if is if the, the the why is that his son learns these habits and looks up to him and those types of things then is this going to do that? is this the type of stuff that your son is going to look up to that that you want in and, and then the answer should usually be um what is it going to do it's going to make my my goal and my feels come true um, but uh, anyways, guys, uh, the there's a there's a lot more awareness questions. But I, do you have any more thoughts or questions or concerns on about people's whys and how they? No, I think them? that it's just something through either some introspection or even just a discussion with a coach, a little kind of motivational interviewing. It's uh, something that everyone has something different that you got to come to grips almost with yourself. And then once you do, it's a little bit of a light bulb moment, and it helps so much during any difficult time to stick with it and it's just going to provide so much more sustainability and consistency if you truly know why you're doing something and that the fact that what you're doing is leading to these positive outcomes because you fully understand that it is what you're doing is for you it's not just some article that you read online so I'm going to give this a try it's because you have built up this awareness of your goal why you're doing it and then through that, you can understand what you need to do, and then it'll, you're just setting yourself up for the optimal journey. And sometimes the journey is the goal. You have to realize that it's a long time. All the cliches are true. They suck hearing them, but it's a marathon, not a sprint. All that, it's completely true. But it's uh, once you know your why, that'll help with your fuel, and you, it'll just make it a lot easier. Don't, that's not even, and that shouldn't even be depressing for people, or even like, you know, pain to hear it's it should because like we know it's true when you can when you think about other categories of life like we know that the rich person isn't happier innately because they drive a Porsche to work and you drive a Corolla um, that 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 wears off right and so if you think right now that getting a 40 pound weight loss is going to uh, make you much happier give you higher self-esteem and all that you're right relatively right now for sure but maintaining it is equally if not more important yeah and then doing what it took to get there and that all those feel goods along the way is equally if not more important so it's not that's where that whole like getting there as fast as you can versus getting there in a sustainable way it's not just important it's crucial and uh and we know that because yeah wealth wears off money being rich and fit like whatever mm-hmm. that, that loses its luster situation. yeah yeah and uh and so you will your your happiness hinders on your ability to sustain it 
um, and the, the effective goal, an effective why, and then an effective plan. And so here's where, here's where the last part of this podcast where I want to transition or where we're transitioning to, which is um, tracking, the tracking part of awareness. Okay, so um, there's so many ways to go, but I think, I think we're just going to outline three categories, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, and and they'll, they'll be relatively broad at first, but we'll we give like starting points. And that's nutrition. That's in the gym exercise, and that's what's I like to just kind of put activity slash lifestyle as a category because activity meaning not like sports and stuff like that. It can I guess it just depends yeah. on the individual, but more like like more often steps it's like steps. Like yeah, yeah, it's how how active is your lifestyle? Is it is it sedentary? Is it lightly active? Active? You know whatever. Mm. Where on that scale do you fall? Because that the guy who works an has a fifty minute commute who works an eight or nine hour day. Um, it, and has an hour commute back and whatever and is and he's exhausted when he gets home and he and he drinks a beer and watches sports when he gets back because he loves sports and he happens to love craft beer you know and his brother brews it yeah. you know, whatever that context is very hard to get similar results with the same workout plan and nutrition plan than the uh, the guy Someone that active, yeah the guy who works at a school feet, and yeah. and is on his feet teaching kids and they're active so he's active and and his his commutes ten minutes and. Uh, he bikes, you know, like whatever these context situations are, like they impact so significantly uh, what someone's plan is. And you really need to mesh those three categories. A plan needs to be aware of all of those, which means you need to have awareness around yeah. all of those. So nutrition, in-gym exercises, and then just lifestyle, let's call it. Um, Pat, what would be like, pick one and, and give like a what's the most effective starting point you think for the average Joe? Starting with activity, um, just even get, gaining a general awareness of how many steps you get in a day. A lot of times people have heard uh, that like 10,000 is the goal because that's what's estimated our ancestors thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago would get when they're hunters and gatherers. Uh, so just even understanding where you might fall on that scale, maybe you get 4,000 steps a day, maybe you get 20,000 steps a day. A great way to track is most phones. Uh, obviously, you could have a Fitbit or an Apple Watch, but if you're just going the most basic, most phones have a built-in step counter. They'll have like a health app, or you can go into one of the apps, or very easily you can download like a little step counter from one of the app stores, whether it's Apple or uh, Android. And just everyone has their phone in their pocket all day, so it's just passively counting your steps. Take a look at it through the day. Take a look at it at the end of the day. It'll usually tell you how many flights you might have climbed. It can tell you maybe how many hours you spent standing versus sitting. It's a great way to start understanding where you're at and then assessing if you even need to make a change. Maybe you are super active and we would focus on something else. Maybe you have a little bit more sedentary and we would just want to add maybe some walking breaks in or something like that. But just... We would need to understand where that starting point is with your general activity and steps through your phone is a great way to start. Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, just uh, again, just just an example of there. It, it's not something like, if you don't think you're active um, and you're like, that's not gonna be a good spot for me, don't, don't avoid these things, guys. These are like things that can be a little scary at first, the first time you weigh in and stuff. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, whatever, but um, that's empowering information. If you can, if you can just know, like, and sometimes I say this to my clients, like when they're, you know, about to get freaked out or they are getting freaked out about something, it's like, okay, well, 
are you are you like chronically ill right now like are you breathing okay are you able to smile right now like you know are you is something dramatic about to happen or 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 is the number we're about to see going to be a, a place that we can start with knowing we're technically okay and then as long as we start making steps forward we're going to be even better and when you focus on it that way these things are just this big massive step involves no change at all but it's the it's 50 percent of what it takes to get to your result yeah. it's just learning these tangible things so um i want to go with nutrition even though like you'll be the one probably to want to elaborate but nutrition's a big one because i've been doing this so long and i just have so much of a sample size for people's thoughts um where and it's like man i mean i could go i could vent almost about people's um lack of awareness on nutrition um we had questions in the past that were like um we had a whole survey kind of thing at one point with our consultations it was crazy and some of the questions we i had to rework so many different times because if i'm like hey how much money do you think you spend per week eating out people are like ah 50 bucks and yeah it's and then i here, here's what happens when i ask it a different way okay so when you um total up like you're at like you know like let's say yesterday Right. You just have to like make them pick a day or almost say like, hey, your average like work day, how much do you spend on either like coffee or like snacks? Okay, eight bucks. Okay. Is that a pretty normal? Sure. Okay. And then how many like, do you eat out? How many times a week do you eat out? Three? Okay, and about twenty, twenty five mm -hmm. bucks. Great. Okay. So then it's like, okay, so it sounds like eight dollars per day and then twenty five three times. So you know, all of a sudden, what, what they thought was 50, that same individual all of a sudden say 125, 150. So it really matters how you ask them questions because they don't even, people don't even have awareness around like some of these very substantial things that they do with their own money. Um, so, and their time. Um, so, uh, so basically, um, one super important spot to start isn't eating out. It's not all of that more specific information, but um, just trying to get a general idea for like how many calories you eat. Yeah. And honestly, just some kind of food log for 72 hours is plenty um, for us to get a good idea. Cause you're, unless you're dramatically changing your nutrition those three days, we're gonna get a really good ballpark of your normal caloric intake. And we get it, you have binge days, you have days you eat less, um, those things matter, but they're they're not nearly as important yeah, as we're looking your baseline. for average, just yes. kind of what the mean of what your diet looks like. And so uh, we're we've only got a few minutes here left, guys. Um, so um, what I want to do with those two pieces, right? We have a third one left, mm -hmm. but is is let's just talk about how they can relate. So if you only look at one, which is what a lot of people do, they look at like one thing and then they overreact. If you only look at the, your calories and you see that you're a guy that wants to lose weight and you know a 2,000 is about how many calories you're supposed to go for in those types of circumstances as a guy, and you see that you ate 2,800, you might freak out and be like, oh my God, this, this is never going to happen. I'm going to do four hours of cardio a day. What, but what if you're that person that burns a lot of calories throughout their day? What if you have a high metabolism? What if you're an ectomorph and therefore those, mm -hmm. those carbs yeah. aren't affecting you as much as you think they are? And it's other things that you should be stressing about relatively. Um, so, you know, on, you know, on the flip side, if you're someone who um, is, not, is super sedentary, but you also have a modest appetite and you don't binge a lot on whatever and your caloric intake is modest, you know, you, you don't need to make dramatic changes. So there's, it can be so polarizing if you don't 
factor in both and that's not even considering the um, well that's kind of lifestyle and that's oh the gym visits so right. gym visits the third one that's so or just then, in at the what you're doing at the gym too so you can track gym visits through like the app yeah what you're doing at the yep. gym is what i mean yep. and because and sometimes for some people it is starting with gym visits but but yeah. normally it's what you're doing in your gym visits and, and honestly gym visits is a a basically a term for intentional exercise yeah so not lifestyles and hobbies these things are great we want you to build them in your life we'll help you with that they're important and they're how you sustain but this has got to be its own category right off the bat especially if, if you have a substantial goal and it's having effective intentional exercise and so just to just to wrap this up because this one got longer on us basically like what i want people to do is um track you know if you're real real beginner basic gym visit totals right yeah. we don't want to get too worried to and then if you're someone who's like already been coming to the gym you're not seeing the results we're gonna we obviously want to get your my zone on we're gonna we're gonna get some awareness around your workout capacity so we have a, a workout for it mm -hmm. conditioning workout that's a standardized workout that's timed and then we also have our my zone so we can see a couple of different things but to keep it brief for now because this isn't a my zone sales pitches it gives us an insane amount of detail that really helps us understand what's going on for you, how you're feeling, how to optimize your workouts, and really where you're at and what's, what, what we should look to do. Um, so once we know that, right, we put those together, I can, I can look and at... it's a great starting point. Right. I mean, some tangible numbers is all of a sudden it goes, all right, you want to burn... Let's just say you have a one-pound fat loss goal because that's an easy mm -hmm. math here. All right, so you... you burned 2,500 calories a day um, through your daily activity, your lifestyle, right? Um, and your metabolic rate and whatnot. And then yeah. your nutrition, you're eating about 25, 26 on average. Um, so it's, it's not a wonder why you've slowly steady gained weight, but not much change. Um, if we can get 300 calories on your MyZone yeah. um, three days a week, that's 900 calories a week. I mean, my math, um, give me a second a on it. Deficit on it would be about three week. weeks yeah, to lose that yeah. pound, right? If you yeah. can just sustain this, right? Sustain your nutrition, sustain your lifestyle, but add in just a 300 bit, yeah. calorie workout. Three I mean, that's for our workouts. That's like a 30 minute workout. Man. Yeah. So that's not, that's, that's 90 minutes to your entire week that you thought was just going to be this crazy program that you have to follow. We could give you four exercises to cycle through for 30 minutes um, that are done correctly are so insanely effective and will feel good because you'll be tracking it with the my zone. Get that validation, get that and not overdo it either, right? It'll yeah, tell you exactly. when you're going too hard, and you're not you're not getting benefit out of going too hard, by the way. And also tell you when you're not going hard enough, so you can you can at least con be conscious of your decision. Like you'll you be aware. To, yeah, you'll yeah. be aware. So anyway, guys, um, we're excited to to work with you as individuals around helping you build awareness. hundred percent. Um, and and for a lot of you, this will come in the form of a consultation, maybe even a couple of free training sessions, um, if if you're not already in the program. And uh, and if that's all the help you needed and you're successful on your way, then then we're happy to help. But we 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 also know that what we do after building awareness is. Um, where the results that really happen. And so we're, we hope to work with you guys and help you out, but we got the solutions for after that too. 100%. Stay warm, guys. Stay, uh, stay out of the snow as it starts and have a good one.